welcome back to Views from the Bench, episode 31. So, uh, some news here. Anthony is not with us right now. <laughs> but unfortunately, oh, actually, fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I'm still around and I can still move around. And uh, I'm here with two guests. They've been on the show before, but we're having them back again because they're such beauties. <laughs> Vin and Deo from Puckology. How are you guys? Great, Great, man. Unreal. Phenomenal. Unreal. We actually just uh, recorded our own little skit, so now we're, we're excited to be asked the questions. Yeah, so, I mean, let's just get right to that. You guys started up your own podcast and also, like, spring training, so it's called Puckology. Why don't you guys just talk about it a bit? Why, why you started it? What's it all about? Just tell the viewers. Well, we actually, it was a long process, so we had something going on with a, a lot more buddies beforehand, and... Um, we it, it didn't work out. There's a lot of us. There's like six, six, seven of us that were trying to do a podcast, and mm-hmm. some of us were away and all that. So it didn't really work out. People were talking over each other, and it just didn't really sound good. But Vin and I played on the same team, and so we're with each other in the car every day, and we just really wanted to do something like this. And you guys obviously inspired us, so we just sat down one day and got to work and just bounce ideas off each other. And Vinny actually came up with the name Puckology. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> he was doing some hard work on that. And some real hard work. Oh, honestly, yeah. I came on by accident. It came to me like, yeah, we were trying to think of a name and to go back, like me and Siolan came on your podcast yeah. and Dale went on by himself and Siolan and I were talking and we were like, like they got something good going over there. Like yeah. it's sick. Like I kind of want to start. And, uh, we kind of just, like Dale said, we tried to do six of us and it just sounded like yeah, it's too much. It sounded terrible <clears throat> and it never would have worked. So Dale and I, Offered it to Siolan and said, listen, you want him in, you want out? He said, no, it's fine. Like, you guys do you. So we, we like like Dale said, we worked on it. And uh, it was a lot of work. Came up with <laughs> Puckology. And yeah. we're just, honestly, we leaned on you guys a lot to, like, show us how to the pod, the podcast side of things. And get, uh, like, Anchor and buy the mic and do everything, like, properly yeah. for the podcast side of things. And then we were fortunate enough to this, touch on the spring training a bit. Uh, we were fortunate enough to already be working with the 09 Stars in Richmond Hill. So last year we helped them out with just one tournament. Uh, we coached them in late August, and uh, it was fun. Like, we all, we had a great time. We actually won the tournament, so <laughs> it was a good time, and that kind of, like, opened the gate for us, and we were like, you know what, like, that was fun. Let's, yeah. let's do, like, a whole program. So, like I said, we are fortunate enough to have them, like, help us build our brand. So we made them jerseys. We made uh, like a whole uniform, pants, socks, t-shirts, hats. Unreal. Made everything for those kids, and um, everything's on our Instagram. You can guys go look at that there. But what's it called? Your Instagram underscore uh, puckology at underscore puckology underscore. Yeah. So give them a follow. <laughs> well, for us going through it too, a couple of sleepless nights where we worked really hard and we're learning as we go, and we have you guys to thank for that for sure. And uh, we're just fortunate to be working with uh, a bunch of good kids and. All that, so there was honestly with the way we were doing it, there was three aspects that we we needed to like cover. So the podcast, we had you and Anthony help us like a tremendous amount. The spring training and spring programs, we had the O nine stars like my uncle and um, the coaching staff there. There was from Hill organization, Chris Torkoff, yeah, Dale's family friend helped us out a lot. And then the business side, so we're actually like we're actually like a biz like a licensed business company. Um, so we had Dale's dad and my dad help us with that. 
uh, with to run skates and do all their the, professions all the are really helped us with like the business side of things, open up a business and can open up a bank account, open up everything. So honestly, it was like they was had a lot of sleepless nights. Yeah, but <laughs> it was uh, it's fun and we like doing it and yeah. that's pretty much it to be yeah, honest. Exactly. So what kind of skates you guys run? Uh, well, a fun thing about us like that helps us a lot is that Vinny's a forward, and I'm a defenseman. Yeah, and so we'll run a lot of development skates and we can really crack down on like personal like we, sp- the specifics so like, i'm a defenseman i would i would run some d skates he would run some forward skates and we share the ice and throw some battles at the end and combine both our knowledge but in that sense we kind of break up a little bit mm-hmm. and like do our own thing and I, even though we're still together uh so that's what we try to do really on the ice like I, i'll teach like d skills hitting all that kind of stuff and what i believe in and he runs some forward skills and He's one of the best guys to do it. So yeah, for like what an example is like. Last week we were with a bunch of old fives. We had a skate with a bunch of old five, like an old five team, and um, Dale. We did like a couple drills just to get everyone warmed up. Yeah. And then just like flow drills and this and that, and then we split up for half hour. The majority of the practice. 30, yeah, yeah, half hour, forty five minutes, and he took the D, I took the forwards, and uh, just like stuff that th- I talked to the coaches before, and I said, "What do your forwards need to work on?" Dale talked like, well, what did the defense we need to work on? We did that with them, and then we just put it together. So the half hour, 45 minutes, we split up. We did our own thing and then brought them back together and, like, did what we practiced into, like, game situations. Yeah, exactly. So we had this forwards go one-on-one against a D and see what happens. Yeah. So just stuff like that. So there's – for the older kids, it's kind of easier to do that. With yeah. the younger kids, like our old nines – there's more of, like, development, working on their skating, working on their skills, yeah. stuff like that. So it's more, like, bigger groups. Because they're younger, and you definitely want to grow with them and yeah. hear what they want to work on and stuff like that. So a lot of it is uh, what we know, but a lot of it is our our clients and our, our uh, participants that, like, tell us what they want. Okay, so if people wanted to come out to one of your skates, how would they be able to find you and reach out to you guys? Uh, right now, probably Instagram. Uh, would be your best uh, option. We have our email, phone number, a lot of contact info on there. Our website will be, will be released by the end of the week uh, with all of our contact stuff, uh, dates for, for ice times, and et cetera. Uh, if you want to sign up, uh, just get in contact with us. We'll give you the specifics for uh, place, time, anything like that, what kind of skate it would be like. And if you have questions, we're also making brochures. So uh, the month of April is coming up, and we're going to be running a lot of tryouts. Hopefully with this corona stuff yeah. now. Hopefully yeah, I guess all this is hopefully yeah, everything is opened up and everything. Yeah. yeah. So we have it lined up. I mean, if it's if it's canceled, it's canceled. But we we'll be there, and you can find us at local Richmond Hill, Aurora, Newmarket Rinks, Markham Rinks, and uh, we'll be running skates, and we'll have a lot of our contact info, uh, brochures, flyers, anything like that. Really, the best way to reach out right now is either via email or honestly Instagram. Yeah. Again, that's social media, anything at underscore puck all <laughs> subtle. And uh, what would be like your target market? Like, who, who are you trying to advertise towards when you're doing all these podcasts and skates? For us, it's our we were talking about it with you before on our podcast. Our niche, our thing was our biggest thing was kids and parents. So we actually sat down with a very helpful person, and he said, either go down the entertainment route or go down the learning and development route. Yeah, and we, we looked at it and like entertainment, they're spin chicklets, right? Yeah. Like we, we, didn't, we didn't play in the NHL. We, we don't, yeah, we, we, of course. You know what I mean? We're not 
is nasty. We'll day. never get to the spin tricklets, obviously. We'll never get to that. Like, obviously, we want to, obviously. And that's not really what we wanted to do. Like, it's more it's more of kids' parents' development in hockey. Like, we've we've been through a lot. We've done, we've seen a lot of things in hockey, and hockey's a grind, like, physically, mentally, like, emotionally, everything. So, mm-hmm. we kind of want to share our experiences with, um, on our podcast, we want to share our experience with our kids, with the parents. Parents, yeah. Equal, like, equal the amount, right? Just kind of share our stories and kind of <laughs> see if we can help them get out of a funk or get up, keep at that high pace level yeah, or progress, w- anything like that. And a big thing too is uh, that we talk about a lot of lessons that you learn from hockey that you use in real life, uh, after hockey, during hockey, mm-hmm. anything like that. So, yeah, anything you take away from <clears throat> hockey, we'll, we, we're we love to share and 100%. it's been going really well so far nice it's great to hear and i guess talking about your your careers i mean you guys just finished up junior right yep yeah so you guys want to just talk about how your last year went how it all ended how you guys feel towards that <laughs> oh um uh, still so, real yeah <laughs> well not it's a little better now yeah. but we're okay so for me i'll go for yeah, me go personally there was i played three years in the orangeville slash brampton uh organization so I was in Orangeville for two years, and then Orangeville got relocated to Brampton. Um, so I was there for three years, and then uh, everything was fine, no complaints. Organization great. Just time for me to move on, and I asked for a trade out of, in that summer. So then they traded me. Actually, I missed a couple of days of camp because they kind of held me back, but uh, didn't show up to camp. And they said, "Okay, fine, we'll trade you." So traded me to Mark the Markham Royals and. Markham just came off a conference final loss to Oakville, who ended up going to the RBC Cup final. Yeah. So, it's not much prior. the year prior to that. So, like they they had a good team, and I was I was excited to go. And um, honestly, it was when I first got there, it was an unreal experience. It was the guys were a bun- great bunch of guys, and I don't know where it went wrong to be honest with you, but the well, I guess I do know where it went wrong, but the roster when I got traded. That first day I got there, to the end of the year, there was like four guys still on that roster. Really? From that original like main camp roster. So what happened? Like why was there so much turnover? Honestly, dude, it was just there was so many trades and so many. I don't. I like. There was no like beef. There was no. There was nothing really like an issue in the room. Like what was, was the reasoning for the trades? Was it the, did they want a lot of guys? Or something. No, a lot of guys kind of just said, "Listen, I need I need a different." team i need to change in scenery and ask for a trade and nothing against the coaching staff nothing against the players it was just they they felt like they needed to move on and they asked for trades and that's what happened they everyone moved on and we brought in pretty good players still but nothing like there's only so much you can do when you have a brand new roster yeah, pretty much in like the season <laughs> middle of december we had like pretty much a brand new roster like there was a joke we had a huge joke that one of the stalls, and because the way Markham's room is set up, there's like the leadership and goalies in the middle, and then like on this one of the sides, there's a bunch of like stalls, and like the other side of the wall is a bunch of stalls. Yeah. And that one side of stalls was like a revolving door because <laughs> there was guys coming in and out all the time. And I don't know, I'm not sure why, I'm not sure how that happened. I've never seen so many trades in my life before, to be honest. I've never been a part of that. <laughs> yeah, in junior, yeah, no way. So no, you, like this last year, there was more trades this last year than you've ever with seen. Markham with I've ever seen him in four, three years with Orange and Brampton. So do you get? Do you think guys are asking to move on so they can get more playing time at another junior uh, team so they can get more spotlight, see if they get more exposure? Yeah, there? I think 
honestly, I think it was everyone's kind of different. Everyone's their own player, and yeah. um, there was older guys that just I guess didn't accept their role and felt like they deserved more. And they wanted to move on, and you can't hold that against them because that's that's their the last way, year. That's yeah. their last year. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, exactly. They feel the way they feel, and you can't hold them back because of it. So, yeah. like I said, there was a lot of turnover, and I give um, the organization and everything in Markham was unbelievable to me, and it, I was very fortunate of the way they took me in. Obviously, obviously, I wish it turned out better, yeah. but that's hockey and that's life sometimes. So there's not much you can do about that. So. Honestly, it was fun. I enjoyed junior. Junior was great. <laughs> Junior's best four years of my life, to be honest with you. Is it my turn yet? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, no, go no, ahead. No, I'm just kidding. That was good. That's good stuff. No, well, for me, I mean, uh, pretty similar. I started in Whippy. So I actually played two years of Midget. So I only had three years total. I AP'd one year in Newmarket. They're not a team anymore. They moved to Milton. But I uh, started out in Whippy. I only played three full years. Uh, my first year was was a grind. It was a struggle coming in as a rookie, uh, an older rookie. Um, didn't get much playing time. Worked my bag off throughout the year. A lot of turnover to that year. We trade a lot of our older guys away because they want to be a part of a, a better team, a winning team. So that ended up resulting in me uh, getting the assistant captain role in my first year. So I took advantage of that. And then going to my second year, uh, I definitely got a lot more playing time. I fought for my playing time and I uh, got on the power play, started playing more minutes, and did really well for myself. Uh, finished in top five scoring for defensemen uh, with the Whippy Fury. And then uh, this year, we actually went, actually last year we went far in playoffs, and we lost in game seven in the second round in the division final. They were up 3-1. Yeah, we were up 3-1 on Wellington. Came back, game seven, we lost. They actually came down with 40 seconds left. I was there. Yeah, and popped our goalie's bottle and scored to win Jesus. it. In game the seven. bottle went flying, just exploded. Like water everywhere. Red. It was a red. Yeah, it was just a snipe. Uh, all our heads were just hung over the bench. Like just. There's not much you could do at that. Yeah, point. just couldn't believe it. But then going to this year, uh, I was named captain of the Whippy Fury and had a pretty good season over there for half the year. And then I was part of the the Markham turnover. I got traded to the Royals about halfway through. I'd say around Christmas time. Yeah, around Christmas time. Just after Christmas time. Yeah, I got traded over to Markham. And uh, we had a good run. I ended up finishing with like 50 points as a defenseman, 50 games. So I was, I was happy about that. <laughs> yeah, not a bit. No. <laughs> um, what was your reasoning to get traded? Because last time I talked to you, you were on Whippy. Yeah, so I was happy in Whippy. I loved yeah. Whippy. Uh, from my first couple of years, uh, Rob Pearson, former, Ma- former Maple Leaf, was our coach. Great person. Great coach. Loved everything about him. Uh, unfortunately, he left. Uh, going to this year. So uh, Ryan Ramsey took over. He played overseas, played uh, a few games in the AHL. I uh, was drafted in the NHL, all that stuff. But he was a great coach too. Absolutely loved him. He helped me a lot. He's helped me like talk to many schools and set me up for like after junior, uh, if that's the route I want to take. But uh, it was just, it came down to me wanting to win. And uh, in Whippy, we had a decent team, but we weren't great. We we were going to finish barely making the playoffs, playing Trenton or Wellington, one of the top teams, and it would have been over quick. So I kind of wanted to go on a run. And uh, so I decided to go to Markham, which was a good fit for me. But unfortunately, we ended up having to play in a, a one-game sudden-death uh, play-in game for the playoffs. We lost to Georgetown, so we didn't actually get in, and that was kind of heartbreaking for me. But individually, I had a pretty good year, and I was excited about it. So, I mean, I can't complain. I mean, when I went to Markham, they did everything for me. I mean, like no no complaints there. 
uh, run by the Hymans. Spencer uh, on the bench, he helped me on the D on the D side. He's great. Michael Addy, the head coach, a very prepared coach, knows a lot of ways talking about a lot of video, a lot of like a lot of stuff. So, I mean, my junior experience was I had a lot of fun. Probably the best three years of my life. Yeah. Well, quick story about that. They're... So in Markham, I had an A, and uh, Ryan Rose brought an A, and Dominic Delsagito was our captain. We actually traded Nick Junta. He was our other A. He he go he was part of the one of the trades. So we went pretty much the break between when Junta got traded and Dale came. We went with three letters. So myself, Ryan, and uh, Dom. And then Dale came in and whatever came got traded to our team. And instantly, like everyone knows, like Dale was like a like a born leader, so everyone knows that. And yeah. uh, Mike Galati called us and like our us leaders into the coaching room, and they said, "What do you guys think of giving Dale an A?" And we said, honestly, like, yeah, like, we need, we needed to fill a spot, fill an A, and mm-hmm. we brought him in, obviously, cap A in his first, like, he had an A in Whippy his first year, captain of the Whippy Fury, and this is last year, and it was just a perfect fit, and, like, it, like I said before, it was tough the way it ended, but yeah. I think it was, no overall, we no. both had pretty good years, like, 50 points <laughs> as a defenseman is pretty good. It's unreal. Yeah. So, 60 points for a forward, Vinny. Not bad. He doesn't like to mention. <laughs> doesn't like to mention that because he doesn't want to brag about. But I'll give him a credit for it. It's not bad, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was fun, man. It was a good year. Like I said, it was a good year. I just wish we didn't have that playing game. But yeah. what do you think? Yeah. So I guess after all the years you've played junior and minor hockey, what are some of the key takeaways like that you guys loved that really stick out to you? The life lessons, man. Yeah. The life lessons in junior hockey. Like there was people can look at it as a negative thing that hockey's just a grind yeah but i looked at it as a positive to be honest with you the time management skills i've learned and and uh, like when i was playing junior hockey was something i would never be able to learn if i didn't have hockey in my life so i was graduated high school like in grade 12 i played in junior so mm. when i graduated high school i kind of had to make a decision i had hockey school and i had bills so i need to work right everyone's got work so I had to juggle school I went part-time just because there was a lot to do school I had junior hockey which is like four or five days a week grinding and also work so what I had to do was every week I had work seven to two and then practice like three to four thirty three to five and then school in between there so I had school two days a week so those two days I would go work, uh, sorry, school and then work. And then when I had some days I had to go, I had to do an assignment, work and have a game at night. So there's a, there was a lot on my plate and the time management skills I learned from hockey and doing all that stuff, I do in my everyday life today. Yeah. So there was, there's a lot of life lessons in hockey. That time management is just one of them. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest one for me because I had to juggle so much yeah. at a young age. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, like, Time management, I think, is the biggest yeah. one. Well, for me, yeah, definitely time management. But one of the main reasons why we're even here today doing this is friendships. Like, we played 100%. together. We All three of us played together one year, five years ago. And the fact that we're all sitting here together was because of hockey. And throughout junior, throughout minor hockey, through everything, me, well, Vin and I like went to school together and all that. But hockey is definitely a reason why we grew so close together. And we've been friends since we were... Three years old. Three years old. <laughs> we were changing each other's diapers, you know. So, uh, 
yeah, for me, it's it's definitely friendships and and if I could share anything, it'd be that the game is honestly you sometimes hear this a lot. It's like ninety percent mental. 100%. And 10% physical. Like, if you can will yourself to go to the gym, like, your physical part will take care of it. And will yourself to be better than anyone, like, your opponent or win that battle. That's that's my take on it. So the friendships and, and your mentality. That's that's what I've learned. It's a great point. I mean, like, it's all the years you've been playing hockey, you're telling, like, it's a grind, right? Um, you guys I'm, got through it, and it, it taught you a lot of life lessons and great memories, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's huge memories. Is there any, like, anything maybe you regret or something that you could take away that was kind of, like, a negative towards all this hockey stuff that you've seen throughout the years? Um, well, okay, I'll, go, I'll, I'll take yeah, this one. Yeah, that's a thinker, <laughs> so you can take that I'll one. I'll take this one. That's a For thinker. me, um, I don't have any regrets in hockey. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I had fun everywhere I went and had success everywhere I went, but the one thing, I guess you could say it's a negative or you can look at it as adversity, is politics. And you see it, it's everywhere. Like, there's no, we talk about this all the time. There's no, you can't, you can't get away from it. You, there's just everywhere you go, you're going to find it. And it's just a matter of, are you going to fold and say, okay, uh, daddy's son's playing power play. Like, I'm never going to get on. Or are you just going to work hard and make, my dad tells me something all the time. He says, play not to be played. So what he means by that is play hard and do everything you can so that everyone watching knows that you should be out there and that, even the coach knows that you should be out there. So he's not going to play you. Yeah. Like he's not going to play you as a fool. Yeah. You're working hard. You're going to get the ice time you deserve. And that for me is definitely one of the negatives in hockey is the politics and how much involvement, like a lot of parents and all that owner's kids and all that kind of stuff has in hockey. To for touch me. on the touch on that, it's more of how you could handle it. Yeah. It's obviously it's, it's there. We all know it's there. Oh yeah. But, um, I don't think it's only a negative. If you want to make it a negative. If you think, look, I'm Mike, the coach is like they outside the coach kids playing the power play. Well, go there and show that you deserve to play power play. And if the coaches put you on the power play, he looks like an idiot. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So that's, it's something like, obviously, it's, if you, like I said, if you want to take it as a negative and fold, like they said, then you're going to take it like that and you're not going to get anywhere. But if you take it. On, like take it on coming and go with it and run with it and say listen I'm going to turn this around and say I don't care who your dad is yeah. I don't care who owns this team yeah. I'm going to do what I have to do and play to my abilities and if you're su- too stupid to play your kid in front of me then go ahead <laughs> yeah, I'll exactly. go play somewhere else yeah. no it's a great point I mean you're basically putting it's in your own hands Absolutely. so how you react to the situation basically so Absolutely. if you, you want to prove to someone that you know what I'm doing all that I can to be in a position it's up it's Basically up to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And if you stick to that mindset and you want to get through it, you'll get places. If you want to fold under the pressure and say, oh, I didn't make it because of politics. Like, we joke all the time. Oh, yeah. until draft came and went. None of us got drafted. Uh-huh. And we said, oh, politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. Like, yeah. No, we worked some, our bag up. And, some things yeah. in life, it just doesn't happen for you. And that's fine. That's like, it's, it's whatever. And my brother's going through it right now. My brother's in his minor major year. He's having a great year. And... The draft's coming up in April, so hopefully something works out for him. But and that's still going through, with, like, because I know they had to cancel their season, right? But they're still doing the draft. Yeah, yeah. Season. So they canceled. So he got invited to the combine, and did they cancel that? Or? They, yeah, they canceled the combine. They canceled the OHL Cup. They canceled the Gold Cup. They canceled everything. So now he's doing all his like the stuff they were gonna do after OHL Cup. They're doing now. 
So like all the interviews, all the phone interviews. Oh yeah. Well, I never it. got that far. Yeah, no, neither, <laughs> neither did I. But my brother's kind of doing it with me. My my brother's kind of showing me the, the path of that. Yeah, so. neither do we. But so, yeah, one, uh, they're honestly, doing all that now. One door closes, another one opens. Absolutely, that's, man. That's a huge part of it. Just stick to your grind. Stick to your grind. Yeah, exactly. And I know, like, this is obviously uh, one door is closing for you guys, where your junior hockey career is kind of coming to an end, right? So, I mean, with this new door opening, what do you guys see yourself? Like, what are you guys going to be doing next year? Honestly, dude, um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there's there's options for me to go play down in the States and play uh, Division three hockey. And there's options for me staying here and uh, going to school and kind of starting my life and doing all that. So it's it's really decision time for both of us. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak for Dale, but for me personally, there's it's just decision time, and I really haven't decided yet, to be honest with you. Yeah. What kind of like the pros and cons you're weighing into the pros? So the pros are obviously playing college hockey is something I've always wanted to do. Right. Um. So that's obviously a pro and living that lifestyle and going down and. Living like on campus lifestyle, living down in the states, living by yourself. Like I've I've never billeted as a junior player, so that's I live alone, so that's something new, um, which I think is a pro to be honest. Um, there's just so many aspects I got to take into consideration, and I don't know, man. It's kind of just <laughs> yeah. I kind of just have to decide and decide where it, where what fits best for me, um, and just run with that. Yeah, well, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. We're both in the same boat. We both have uh, offers and, and options to go down down to south to the, the States. But it would be fun. It definitely, the experience is definitely a pro. Uh, moving away from home and getting that like exposure into like, life and just li- living by yourself and getting to play hockey while you yeah. do it and going to school, getting your degree and all that kind of stuff. All that's a pro. Um, but aside from like doing that and the hockey part in the school and like what we worked for, is uh, our our thing now puckology so we like we're two friends that just started we played hockey together and we started this business really okay. uh and that's a big part of what we want to do after our yeah. junior life and all that and we've done a pretty good job with it so far and we're loving every bit of it we're learning as we go um yeah really like we sat down and talked about like this is this is real like we've got we've ordered jerseys we've got spring teams we've got a podcast we've got uh, skates we're doing so it's it's a big part of our life now it takes up a lot of our time and uh it's it, worth every second of it it got into full swing quick man yeah, yeah you talk. guys moved quick it was unreal yeah, we moved do that. everything moved quick and we met with you like two months ago yeah and then you guys we had nothing off. we had nothing absolutely nothing. we met with you and then we met with dave's dad the next night and he gave us all like the business side of stuff. He just threw it at us and said, "Here." And that we obviously he helped us through <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. And I was fun story quick. We were on this couch in Dale's basement right here. <laughs> it was like ten o'clock. We we're like just after Dale's dad gave us all this stuff to do, like a business letter, business number, register for a business account, all this stuff. So we're doing this stuff. We're working, working away. Mm-hmm. We look at our phones at two thirty in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> "Yo, I'm sleeping here. Um, yeah, there's no way no, I'm going home." Yeah. So I whatever called my parents said I'm sleeping at the house tonight I'll see you tomorrow. We worked that night till like four thirty, yeah. Just finished everything, grinded everything out, and the next morning we went to the bank, opened up an account. <laughs> I fell asleep with a bag of uh, regular lays on my chest. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. I, all of a sudden I hear this guy ruffle the bag and I just shot up like I saw a ghost. Yeah. From, so that's uh, from that night. It's been a, a grind, man, and uh, 
there's that's it's a big part of our life now and it like i said it, it came quick and we have like everything well this corona thing kind of messed everything up but <laughs> we have corona time. we have skates we have tournaments we have everything done and it started quick and we're so happy it did yeah it yeah, snowballed quick and well. it was downhill man quick and it was fun it's fun it's been fun and that's kind of what we got to take into consideration that's good man you mean you mean uphill quick right what did I say? Downhill. Downhill. It's all oh. right. It's all right. <laughs> I meant like when it snowballs. <laughs> okay. My bad, my bad. You know what I meant. You know what I, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, if you guys do choose to not go the college route to play uh, D3, what do you see yourself doing next year? Just what do you guys see yourself doing like this? Yeah, this for sure. This is obviously, it'll all be a part of our life for a long time. And no matter what we do, this is a priority. But we're going to school. Like, yeah, absolutely. We're going to school. Uh because in life you need that paper it's so it's funny how hard you have to work for that paper and then once you have that paper it's like okay yeah (laughs) right so that's school definitely uh whether it be here or away or whatever we decide to do and uh puckology that's my take on it pretty much yeah we're going i'm in school right now like i said before i was part-time and um if i decide to stay here i'm gonna go obviously full-time and finish my degree in next two years and then uh, there's a program actually. I'm gonna get into another two-year program for business management, so kind of <laughs> ties in with the puckology thing. So kind of try to take this and run with it. To be honest yeah. with you, well, if we stay here. Going back on the question yeah. you asked before about uh, like what are some pros and cons and like life lessons about we took away from hockey connections. Like I guess that's part of friendships. Like we know like coaches, players, people that we've met through hockey. Like they may may be able to help us like further down the road right so if we decide to stay here there might be a connection at a school here where they get you into a program they help you out something like that or vice versa like going away something like that right so that's even in the canadian schools yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's there's so many connections that we have and we're we're trying to take advantage of all the connections we have Mm -hmm. and it's it's working out right now and hopefully it just it keeps up and hopefully everything (laughs) everything goes away with this corona time yeah (laughs) no everything will work out for you guys for sure I know this is your second time on for both of you, yeah. but do you guys have any like final things you wanted to share? Get off that chest of yours. Um. Well, first thing I guess, follow us at uh, underscore Pecology underscore on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, that's us, Vin and Dale. But I want to say a huge thanks to you guys mm-hmm. for helping us get this thing going and and rolling. And uh, yeah, that's my part. Absolutely, man. These these guys from Views are literally helped us. Like we, like I said before, we had nothing and we met with them and we were just trying to scratch the surface of a podcast and <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out what to do. And they, we, they owe, really set the bar. You guys really set the bar. Yeah, we owe a lot of, the, a lot of our gratitude to them. And, um, it's honestly, like they said, follow us on Instagram and <laughs> reach out all, we have like a TikTok page, Twitter, Instagram website. Actually, we just did that, that funny, you ever see the flip the switch TikTok? Yeah, I saw ours thing. Oh, brutal, my eh? God. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Our girlfriends were dancing. Especially in, you like, with, like, a no shirt. <laughs> all, our girlfriends were dancing in, uh, like, short shorts. We can't move our hips. Like, in t-shirts, but, of course, we're bigger dudes, so their t-shirts are, like, crop tops on us. So, I, t- I actually, actually... I don't even know, man. I don't even know how you put it on. Actually, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, I actually tied, I tied the shirt, like, above my belly button, like a... Like a I don't even know, like, you know, like, those girl shirts, right? And then we started dancing in front of the, the mirror. It's actually really fun. Dude. It was fun to do that. <laughs> don't say it. Actually, it fun. fun. Actually, okay, no, actually, fun story about that. So, we, 
we just finished recording the whole thing and Vinny's dad came home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he d- does not really approve of us doing stuff like that. So we bolted down Downstairs. the stairs to hide from him because we, I was in short shorts. Yeah. My ass I mean, was hanging out of him. I was, in, I was in leggings and a crop top. Crop top. Yeah, I mean, His pinch bulging out of, out of the tights. And we're, we well, I don't think you want to see your son in that. Yeah. <laughs> so we sprinted away. Like, yeah, got away. Cool. And he, he unfortunately saw the tail end of Vinny's, Vinny's ass running down the yeah. stairs. And those tights looked pretty good. though. Yeah, he gave it to us. <laughs> he gave it to but, us. Yeah. But yeah. Shit. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're all just guys who love hockey and want to share the experiences and help other people along the way, right? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely, man. That's the main goal. So if all of our audiences can come together, I mean, people, you guys have been listening to Views from the Bench, listen to, from, listen to Puckology. I mean, you guys, all the listeners can gain. They can benefit from both mm-hmm. of these uh, podcasts. Absolutely. And they, we're coming together because we want to help everyone around us, right? Absolutely, yeah. man. And definitely reach out to these guys if you guys have any sort of skates you want to want to do in. Maybe if you're in Aurora, tell me to hop on. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll demonstrate blocking shots or something. <laughs> the more the merrier. Yeah, we'll definitely do that and definitely reach out to anyone. So follow us at Views from the Bench and take a look at, at Puckology because we're both doing good things yeah. and check us all out. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Thanks Patty. for coming on. Thanks, awesome. Patty. Thank you. So I just want to thank both Vinny and Dale for coming on the show. It's Anthony, by the way. I wasn't able to make it. I'm uh, unfortunately quarantined at my house. Um, nothing. Everything's okay. Everything's good. Uh, just playing it safe. But I'm uh, going a little bit uh, stir-crazy in my house, so it's kind of disappointing that I couldn't come. But um, again, I just want to thank the boys at Puckology. They're doing a great job at their page and their camps. And um, if you haven't already, please check them out. They're doing some great stuff, um, a lot of different stuff than other camps, and I think a lot of our listeners are going to benefit from that. Uh, also, big shout-out to Pat for hosting the show. The guy's an absolute beauty when it comes to uh, hosting. He doesn't really think he's good at it, but you know what? I love the guy. I could listen to him uh, all day. So uh, big shout-out to him and carrying the load for this episode. But um Yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll be back probably next week. We don't know how we're going to record the next episode, um, whether it be in person, probably not, because it sounds like everything's going to fully shut down. I mean, everything already has, but um, we'll see how it shakes out. But anyways, we'll be back next week. We're still coming out with episodes weekly, so uh, once again, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon.